Jay-Z. All the stars, all the time. Back, back to the music. It's like a bunch of... We get to business. Interactive hip-hop and R&B. Okay, we bumping it. Yo, bring that music back. Let's go.
Three minutes can pass. 10 a.m. is your feel good radio. Fresh 107.9 FM. Good morning to you, wherever you are listening to us from. Uh, today is Wednesday, the 13th of October 2021. It's platform this uh, morning. We do this Mondays and Wednesdays from 10 o'clock. Wale Bakar is my name. Great to know you're there as we get together uh, again this morning, you know, to um, get to talk about a couple of things um, happening around us. Well, today, the 13th of October, across uh, the world, uh, marks uh, the International Day for Natural Disaster Reduction. Now, that's an annual commemoration that started uh, sometime in 2009 when the United Nations General Assembly designated October 13th as the official date for this day and also changed the name to International Day for Disaster Reduction. Now, this day encourages every citizen and the government to take part in building more disaster resilient communities and nations. Uh, the UN General Assembly designated October 13 as International Day for Natural Disaster Re- Reduction as part of its proclamation of the International Decade for Natural Disaster Reduction. Well, that's one of a number of other things being commemorated across parts of the world today. If you're celebrating anything, well, with you, wish you the very best. Keep it locked in Fresh 107.9 FM at Belkota. Good to have you join us uh, this morning. Welcome to Platform this Wednesday. Thank you for staying with us. Platform uh, this Wednesday on Fresh 107.9 FM at Bogota. Uh, great to know you're there joining us this morning. Wale Bakar is my name. Now, the National Association of Nigerian Nurses and Midwives, NAM, here in Ogun State, uh, they are celebrating the 2021 Annual Nurses Week. Uh, the theme for this year's celebration is Nurses, a voice to lead, vision for future healthcare. And um, they actually started uh, during the weekend. I think it was on the 10th, precisely, uh, when it started. 
And, um, you know, you'd understand that um, on the occasion of the Gnosis Week, uh, quite a number of discussions about, um, you know, the state of that profession in our society, especially here in Oregon State and um, generally. And, of course, um, issues concerning welfare, the plight of the Gnosis, so many things will be discussed at a time like this. And uh, we'll be doing all of that this morning on the program as well. Uh, in the studio with me this Wednesday is uh, the chairperson of the um, NAM in Ogun State, that's the National Association of Nigerian Nurses and Midwives, Comrade Nos Rosalind from Laoshalari. She is the state chairman of NAM. Good morning to you, ma'am. Great to have you in the studio this morning. Good morning. Thank you and very much. Good to see you again. Well, also in the studio is uh, Comrade Victoria Domi. She is the PRO as well as the acting secretary of NAM. She's in the studio with us as well this morning. Good morning, ma'am. Good morning, uh, good to you. Could you please move closer to your microphones so we can hear you properly? Thank you okay. very much. So, um, it's, it's great to see you. I should say congratulations on, uh, you know, holding another um, Nurses Week. I remember uh, that um, two years ago, uh, we did um, have a discussion about Nurses. I don't think it happened last year. Uh, was it COVID? Yeah. yeah, disrupted a lot of plans exactly. for so many people. But we are here. Um, let, let, let's start with your commercial line. Let's um, you know talk about uh, this year's uh, you know Nurses Week. Um, you know because I know year in year out uh, you have this uh, event, have a lot of discussions about the situation of nurses and all. And um, I'm sure your hope is that um, improvements will will happen, that uh, you would see growth and all of that. Uh, where would you put the state of things at the moment? Um, good morning, listeners at home. Um, like you said, we are celebrating the Nurses Week in Ogo State, starting from 10th to 15th. And um, the theme, um, um, Nurses, a voice to lead, vision for um, Future healthcare. Future healthcare. Uh, yes. The theme for this year is timely. You remember that last year, the, the theme for last year, 2020, was uh, nursing the world to health. Um, those who made the decision, they didn't know that COVID would come at that time. Mm. And to the glory of God, we actually nursed the world to health. So this year, looking at what we really passed through last year, and then what we have, um, you know, seen at the early part of this year actually brought out that uh, theme again. We need to review and see um, what and what has really helped us last year. What are the things we need to prepare for for the future mm. in terms of um, nursing training, nursing care and all that. And even, you know, to the government, what are the things that they need to do to get ready? So that we will not wait until when there is an outbreak of any disease or anything before we start moving up and down. So that is what we are trying to look at this time around. What do we really have in stock for the future? How are we going to improve the health care that we are giving to the people? Mm. You, know, you know, there should be a form of improvement from the level we are now. So that is what we are trying to look at uh, at this uh, this year's uh, nurses week. You recall that uh, last year, you know, when the pandemic came, we were improvising a lot of things. You know, we don't have the proper 
face PPH, mask. Mm. We were using improvised ones and all that. But we are resolute to take care of the sick and mm. ensure that uh, nobody dies. Even in the course of doing that, some of my some of our members, not in Ogun State at that time, actually died. You know, as a result of COVID, because mm. we cannot close our eyes and allow people to keep on dying while everybody is at home running away from contacting this infection. The nurses are the frontliners. They are the ones taking care of those who are infected and even those who are not directly involved with, uh, uh, you know, clients mm. like that. They were busy, you know, educating people on how they can prevent themselves from being infected and all that. Even the cause of that, they face a lot of hazards. So these are some of the things we, we are trying to look at. What are the things that really helped us? Okay. What are the things that we need to improve on? What are the things that we need to, you know, involve the government and encourage them, you know, to do to so do. that things will be better? No, um, I, don't, I don't know who would, well, I don't know who decide to take this on because you you talk about the future, you talk about, um, you know, uh, taking stock of what the situation is and trying to see what the future holds. Mm. Uh, we know the uh, opinion about our healthcare sector. Well, although you could argue that quite a number of other sectors, uh, you know, are not at the level they should be, but health is just too important uh, to be at the level that it is at the moment. So, so the question then is, what, what does the future hold, really? Well, with the situation of things now, the future really looks bleak mm. because um, looking at what we have on ground. Do we really have enough? Have we really prepared for the health sector for anything that will come up at any time? Now we have seen COVID-19. Nobody knows what is coming up, you know, after COVID. And so we really need to look at a lot of things in terms of structure, equipment, environment, you know, what we need to actually care for our patient. Do we have what we need? We don't. We have to face the reality. We need to do a lot of things. In fact, during COVID, we have to be running Elta Skelter at a, at a level. There, there was scarcity of ordinary face masks to use in hospitals. So all these things are not an emergency. These are statutory things that are supposed to be in the hospital. Taking care of um, a patient with a, Com, uh, infection or communicable disease is what we have been taught and we mm. know what we need to do you know to prevent it from spreading and all that so but what we need to use do we really have them these are the things that we want to look at so um the situation of things right now is not uh, encouraging that's why we are telling our government they should do more they should invest more in health health is wealth if you go to developed world today, you know, the sector that has the highest support from any government is the, is the health, health sector and the agricultural sector. Mm. <laughs> because it's what you take in that you give out. So it, this, these are the things that uh, our government really needs to do a lot of things about. They need to... Mm, 
it's not okay. the actual person that's supposed to be there. And all these things, we have to erase them. Let's put the right professionals at the right place. Give them tools to work with. And let's see our health uh, um, uh, status getting better for every citizens of this country. Now, we'll, we'll get back to, you know, some, some of the issues, you know, uh, that are affecting, uh, you know, professionals in the in the nursing, especially the nursing sector of the health uh, industry in a moment. But, uh, Comrade Omi, you're the PR as well as the acting secretary of uh, the association. And, you know, the my, my thinking is that um, you've, um, well, just as a lot of the executives, you've, gotten into a lot of discussions with um, so many of your colleagues you know, in, in, in over time w- would you say that um you know the uh, the group is uh, over over the years as has been growing as as regards uh, you know people's willingness uh, people's trust in the association and of course um you know uh, j- just willingness to be nurses generally Yeah, thank you for that um, very beautiful question. Because um, whatever you give out is uh, a direct equivalent of your passion Mm. for whatever it is you're doing. When it comes to our member, I would tell you that um, the the passion, the commitment is there. But just like my chairman just mentioned, we find ourselves in an overwhelming situation where you're willing, you're ready to do your best. But most of the time, you don't have what you need to do it. Apart from that, the 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 the, the, the quotient, the percentage mm-hmm. of the available nurses to the, the teaming population that we have now is really, really, really negligible. And we see a massive exodus every day. We are shouting, we're crying that the number we have on ground is not enough. And every day, out of the number that is not enough, you still have massive exodus. Mm. So strictly to answer your question, when we talk about um, commitments, the will and the willingness, yeah, it's there. But we find ourselves in an overwhelming situation, which is beclouding the, the passion mm. that our people have to give in their best. Now it's, it's great that you brought up the issue of um, Exodus. Uh, that, that's that's a very critical issue, and I'm sure we'll get into that in a moment. But we'll take a very quick pause and uh, continue our conversation in a minute. Uh, we're live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live. I've been speaking uh, with uh, the chairman of the National Association of Nigerian Nurses and Midwives, uh, Ogun State Chapter, Comrade Nurse Rosalind from Laya Sholani. Uh, there's also uh, the PR and Acting Secretary of the Association here in Ogun State, uh, Comrade Victoria Deomi. Uh, they are both on the platform this uh, morning. Feel free to share the videos on uh, Facebook. We'll be glad to hear from you. Uh, please don't go anywhere. Oh, my shoulder, she a mug get a roulette, dear. Oh, to a drum meter, see my melt if you are wanted. You shall do right, Russia, to a rebel call. Let's if he did our Lucio Shuer, Russia, see. Ah, Ulri, Rakuribe, whoa, Cosia, why we conquer? Oh, Tonic, you won't only radata see Latti Pilari or Reatia B, but we have waited with a megabyte. Fuenico, Conto, back before Lori Lano, et. 
Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation and get our content anywhere under the sun in In real real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest. The National Association of Nigerian Nurses and Midwives, Ogun State Chapter, invites you to the 2021 Nurses Week. The 2021 Nurses Week. With nurses, a voice to lead a vision for future healthcare. From 10th to 15th October 2021, starting with a Thanksgiving service on Sunday, 10th October at RCCG Portes House, Nurses House, Abilawe, Abekuta. Other events include scientific sessions, symposia, campaign against drug and substance abuse at the Federal College of Education, Abekuta. Jumat Oats on Friday at Albarika Mask, Abilawe. Grand Finale holds same Friday, 15th October, with dinner and awards presentation to deserving functionaries. Time is 5 p.m. Venue, Nurses House, Abilawe, Abeokuta. 2021 Nurses Week in Ogun State. It promises to be impactful. Thank you for staying with us to platform on Fresh 107.9 FM Abeokuta this uh, Wednesday. Uh, in case you're just joining us uh, for some reason uh, you're late but better late than never they say i've been speaking uh with uh, some of the executives of the um national association of nigerian nurses and midwives are uh, the state chairman uh comrade rosalind from la Shalari is in the studio with me as well as uh, the pr and acting secretary of nam comrade victoria domi uh the um uh, 2021 annual Nurses Week is holding at the moment. Started Sunday. Uh, I'm guessing it's uh, wrapping up uh, later this week. But uh, just before we went on that break, uh, Comrade Adomi uh, brought up the issue of you know exodus of nurses um, in our society. Now, okay, well, let, let's leave that because I, I was going to uh, share a personal experience, but uh, I don't have to. It is there to be seen. We all know. And, and, and it's been on for so many years actually but you could argue it's uh, at a very exacerbated stage at the moment these days uh, i was in a conversation with a colleague uh, the other day and i was saying what do you find now are you know even the younger ones who are in the nursing school or nursing training and um, while they're in their final year they're already making plans they're already you know trying to perfect plans as far as their exam their whatever is concerned to, to get out of the country um how, how do we beat this situation commercialary Thank you very much for that uh, question. Actually, um, every problem has a solution. Mm. Why are people moving out of this country? If you are satisfied and uh, you have self-fulfillment, you won't have any need to leave. But what we observe today um, is that um, the condition of service is really poor. One, let's talk of um, the environment where we work, what do we have 
to practice that um, thing, the expertise that we, we have received from our various schools, universities and all that. They are not there. That is one. Two, even the society, the, the public, how do, they, how do they really see nurses? You understand? Because anybody in white is perceived to be a nurse. Mm. And any ills that happens in any hospital is the nurse that have done it. Even if the gate man refuses to open the gate, is the nurse. Mm. If anything happens in the hospital, is the nurse. And we really need to know who are these nurses? What are their roles? What are they doing? The instruments to work with are not enough. That is one. Then two, some nurses are overworking themselves because we don't have adequate personnel in our hospitals. Government did not employ as they should. Like I have been saying it times without number, like I want to narrow it down to a good state. Okay. At the local government service commission, you know, local government, that is the lowest um, level mm. that has to do with the grassroots people. And, you know, these people do not have what it takes, you know. They don't have enough money. They are just managing themselves. And if government has established a health center somewhere, there should be somebody there to take care of them. Of course. So, and, you know, in civil service, people will be retiring every year, every day. So if last employment was done at this level in 2006, what do you think would happen? Presently, there is no young nurse working at the local government again. What I mean by that is the, the, the newly employed nurses. All of them are senior nurses. So, and if they continue to retire and go off like that, then who will take care of people at this level? So that is one. And when we are looking at this, we should also look at maternal and infantile mortality rate. Mm. Where you don't have somebody to take care of a pregnant woman, or a child, what will be the resultant effect? The effect is that anything can happen. Some of them will lose their lives. Some children will die. And where we don't take care of our children, that nation is going off gradually. Children are the future of the nation. So we must take good care of them. So we need personnel at this level, even in all the levels, but more in these areas because we have 448 functional health facilities at this level, at the local government level. Oh, really? Yeah. And the total number of nurses we are having, even I know, somebody was telling me yesterday that even that statistics is lower than that. But the last one that I have is 215. For 448? For 400. Can we then call it 448 functional if, if there are no nurses <laughs> exactly. in some of them? Exactly. You can understand what I'm saying. Mm. So these are issues. We really need to do something about this. And now, leaving the local government, now let's come to the state government. We have hospitals management board, we have the teaching hospital without mm. the federal health institutions mm. and all that. Where we even have some nurses that are there. We don't have enough. Look at the number of general hospitals we have in Ugo State and state hospitals. Do we really have enough personnel to man these areas? So, and even where we have them, that they are not enough, just like uh, the PRO has just said. A lot of them are moving out of the country. Why are they moving out? Let's come to that. One, poor condition of service, like I said. You may be working, 
I, I cited an example of an hospital yesterday, a general hospital at Itori. The place is, you know, <laughs> an eyesore. It's not a place that human beings should stay. And they are still seeing patients there. It needs, they, they really need to break down the whole thing and erect a new structure in that place. And yet, you have nurses that are working there. That is one. What about the renumeration? If you recall in 1990, this kind of exodus of nurses and um, doctors was so much in the country at that time. But President Olusha Gwabasanjo realized it and decided to approve a special salary structure for the health workers, which we call the um, Contis at that time. Then later, it improves. Um, I mean, they made another one called Conhes. Mm. But with the economic situation of the country today, that salary structure is obsolete. And for some sectors in the, I mean, for some groups of professionals in the health sector, they have reviewed that salary about three or four times for them. But not for the nurses. But not for the nurses. They are still taking the same amount, the structure that they are taking in 1990, even up to this uh, year, 2021. So when you look, and we are, we are patronizing the same market, mm. things are getting more expensive every day. So if as a nurse, I'm not saying people should be moving out of the country. That's why we are saying this, so that government can do the needful. That is talking about the condition of service. The second thing that is making people to get out of this country is because of insecurity. Mm. Look at what headsmen are doing to us. We have felt the brunt sometimes this year. So I remember there was a time uh, you down tools were saying that. Yes, mm, one of us was uh, kidnapped, kidnapped at that time. and a doctor mm. at that time. So these are issues where if you are working in a place and you can you are not safe, you, your mind is not at rest. Why will you want to continue to work in that place? So insecurity is another major factor. Another factor is the retirees. Even okay. when you continue to work and you retire, there is no faith. There is no hope for any retiree in this country today. Now, government brought contributory pension scheme that they will be taking a percentage from our salaries and they are going to add their own counterpart funding. As I'm talking to you, that amount that is supposed to be taken from the salaries of workers have been taken. But government is not paying back their own counterpart mm, funding. Mm. And even the money that has been taken from our salaries that are supposed to be remitted to the um, uh, PFAs, mm. it was not remitted. So what is going to be our future when you retire? Look at our retirees. A lot of them that have retired, some of my members that works with the local government service commission that retired as far back as 2011, I mean, you know, they, those who retired, they were paid last in 2011. The gratuities. The gratuities. Mm. We are now in 2021. Yes. Those who are working directly with the um, hospitals, the state, the state management board. Yes, mm. and all that. They were paid last in 2013. This present government, when we cried to this government, they now made a proposal that they are going to do something about it, that they will be releasing 500, well, the 500 million, million every quarter. Every quarter. How many, how many times has that been released? I think once? Yeah. Okay. So, if the way they are doing it and they, are, they continue to release this 500 million, in the next 30 years, 
they will not offset the debt that has been on grant. Talk less of those who are now joining the group. So uh, we we could go on and on. Uh, so so you're saying in essence that what when. You know, nurses look at all of these situations, the work environment, the uh, treatment of uh, retired nurses, the security situation in the country, the economic situation. Uh, they just look at it and just hop up and leave. Uh, I, I, I totally said, Comrade, I don't mean, you won't hurt something. Yeah, Please. let me just chip in something that happened where I work in particular mm. that was so demoralizing. You know a patient walking into where you work and he looks around and says, oh my God, is this a hospital? Wow. You know, I felt really, it was demoralizing for me. Ah, how can you call this place a hospital? That's to tell you that it's not just the nurses that are complaining. Even the populace are complaining about the shape of our hospitals. Now, those who know what it should be, those who know the value that should be given to them, are saying that, and unfortunately, they would not direct this to the right avenue, just like she has said. She looked at me as, 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 as if I am the person who's supposed to build or renovate the hospital. So we get this constantly every day. Even the people are dissatisfied. Those who have gone to, you know, climbs where they had gotten the ideal thing. They come back, you want to do a procedure while you are improvising. A patient looks at you and says, what is this? Hmm. You start explaining, well, I know I shouldn't use this, but we but don't this have is what this. I have. This is what I have. And they look at you as if your substandard or your, your training is not adequate. Mm. So we need to do a lot of um, persuasion, a lot of um, counseling, to even to before we will be able to gain the support and the trust of our, our clients, all because of the environment we find ourselves. Mm. So these are some of the things that are even pushing our people out. I know a quite number of people who wouldn't have gone on a normal circumstance. But when the patient looks you, looks you in the face and is looking at you as if maybe your own training is of standard, mm -hmm. because of the environment you find yourself, you know, it's even as bad as comparing from between one state and another state, even in the same Nigeria. Mm -hmm. how I've been to government hospitals in so, so states. It's not as bad as this. So some of these things add up to why people just keep, let, let me just move out. All the ones the chairman has already is there, straight us in the face, and then the patient is now looking at. I won't blame them. They have been because to they're, they're other, acting based on what they've what seen, they've and seen and compared to they, other places. Other places, mm. and that is the ideal thing they should have met on ground. But coming there and looking at it as ah, this place doesn't look like a hospital. You know, it, 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 it makes you who is to render the service also looks of standard. Now, what? Well, you were going to. Yes, I, I want to add something to it. Out of all this, the money you are being paid, the economic situation, and all that, if I, as a worker, decided to join a cooperative society, God bless you, man. So that what I'm going to get from there, I'll be able to do something for my own family, mm. train my children, make life better for my family, and all that. And I have instructed this cooperative society be deducting social amounts from my salary. And the money is being deducted by the government, is not being remitted to the cooperative society. As I'm talking to you now, the state government is owing workers of this state cooperative deduction of 19 months. And sometimes ago, one of the government officials told us that the percentage of money we paid for cooperative is just 25%. Invariably, 
if it is 25% of our salary and government is owing 19 months, that means government is owing workers of this state over four months. Over four months salary. Mm. These are normal things that are supposed to be my own. So if I'm doing a cooperative society, I cannot have access to it. I can't use the mon- my money the way I want to. And there's an opportunity elsewhere. My brother, will you blame them? Now, when you travel abroad, you will hear that the best nurse in the U.S. is a Nigerian. The best doctor that is taking care of the president of the United States of America <laughs> is a Nigerian. Nigeria. Are we going to be a training platform for other countries to enjoy while our people in Nigeria continue to suffer? That's why the government needs to rise up and do something. Otherwise, I said it yesterday that we need to declare a state of emergency concerning this because there is no singular week that we will not see two to three nurses leaving the country. The same thing with the doctors. So what is going to happen? Well, um, it's, a, it's a very pathetic situation that, that has been, um, you know, talked about a lot by so many people. I, ju- I just uh, really hope that something would be done to it as quickly as possible because, uh, yes, you could argue that um, th- there's a lot of um, nurses and training, for example. But if you put that side by side with the number of those that are leaving <laughs> in little time, well, well, at the moment, I don't know what the nurse to patient ratio is at the moment i know naturally it should be about one to five or there about what, yes. what's, what's the exact um by, by your estimation what's 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 the ratio that we're operating on say you ah. don't stay at the moment in ah. some of our health institutions you have one to about 30 patients 30 patients one nurse to 30. So, so if we continue seeing this exodus we might be talking about one to a hundred very yeah, exactly it will oh, come to that level Oh, it's, it's really sad, but well, let's um, take a pause from you know all of this. It's, it's quite—I uh, don't know how you you know put up with all of this. It's quite depressing to talk about some of these things, but let, let's talk about you know the the profession and um, you know uh, training quackery. These are these are some of the things that uh, you know I've I've heard, talked about a lot. I was. Um, uh, the other day was uh, the World uh, Mental Health Day, and I had uh, 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 a practitioner from uh, Arrow talking, and she was talking about, uh, you know, the level of quackery. I, I was surprised. I was saying, oh, really? Even, you know, people... <laughs> uh, she, she was talking about the level of quackery in the uh, the health sector, and it, it was quite alarming, some of the things that she revealed to me. Um, I know that um, fighting uh, quackery was something we, we spoke about it some some years back about you know efforts of the admi- uh, the association and all of that. Where, where are you as as regards this? Hmm. In fact, there are a lot of obstacles when it comes to quackery in this state or in Nigeria as a whole. In fact, they have even get uh, they have gotten another feather. Some of them are now establishing training schools. And they are existing. You see, are, people don't understand what we are saying when we are talking about quackery. An average Nigerian, just like I said earlier on, anybody in white is being perceived to be a professional nurse, which is not true. But had it been everyone in this nation is lettered, they would have been able to ask, because uh, I've been telling people, any hospital you get to, you have the right to ask the nurse to show you her license, her uh, 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 professional license, mm. because all of us carries it if you're a professional nurse. 
you need to have your license with you. So, but these people, they don't have it. In fact, some of them are even forging this license. I don't know how they, you know, lay their hands on it. They are going to, they, they will forge it. But when we see it, we'll be able to identify them. We have arrested about one or two who have done that. So, the issue is becoming cancerous, honestly. And, this, uh, and I believe it has a cure, not like cancer, you know, mm. but that's the way it is. The pain. There, there's some chemotherapy for you yeah, as well. Of course. <laughs> uh, you see, the problem is, is expanding day by day because people that are supposed to join hands with us to curb this menace are not doing it the way they should. What, what people, precisely? Because Thank you. I'm curious. Yes. You see, when, when, if you we are out to curb quackery, you need to involve government. Mm. You need to involve the, 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 the members, our members, ourselves. You need to involve the security men, the police, SSS, and all that. But most times, when we go out, maybe peradventure, we get to a place, we find out that there, there's a quack in this place. They, they are not practicing the way they should, and they are arrested. We ask them to go to the ministry and all that. But it's like what people are interested in is pay money, register your center. We'll find a way. You understand? But it's not helping us. It's not helping the society. If you pass through the hands of quacks, you can lose your life. In fact, many lives have been lost. Many are disabled from the kind of treatment they receive from quacks. And I want to say that it is the duty of everybody, including the citizens themselves. Make sure you patronize standard registered hospitals. Those that need to do accreditation and follow up must do it from time to time so that we can actually reduce them or, if possible, to flush them out of our society. What we are seeing in Nigeria today, you cannot see it in the developed world. Who will register them? Where would they practice? Who would patronize them? So, so you're saying here um, they're registered despite the fact that uh, those that register know that they're quacks? Some of them will use the certificates of um, some professionals okay. to register their facility. So with that, you will believe that it is that uh, professional that is uh, managing that place. Whereas okay. they are not. All because of money because of the economic situation of this country. Every, many people are now descending so low just to get a little money from these people. But it can be corrected. If everybody are ready to do this work, there are some hospitals that those who own the hospitals are core professionals, yet they still train these quacks in their hospitals. But if we are able to lay hands on one, and allow that one to face the music. Every other person will sit up. But you know Nigerian factor now. The moment this person is arrested, before you connect one or two, he's released. So we have a lot of things to do. We really have a lot of things to do. And, you know, Comrade Dome, let me come, you, with all of this that you said, it could, it could be quite demoralizing to the ones that are, you know, thorough professionals, you know, seeing some of the things happening, yeah. you know, seeing this level of quackery. Uh, I'm, I'm well aware, just as you mentioned, uh, Commissioner, about 
the fact that in some hospitals, as you said, professionals then maybe uh, for the sake of cutting costs or whatever, then bring in some individuals and say, you know, they're, they're training them. Uh, my, my dad would say now, Spiri. We even call them Muiwas. And then they say they are, they are trained. And, you know, so... Um, is there, is there a way? Is there, is there, is there a shortcut? Because because sometimes I look at it and say, okay, so this is a problem. It is here. Mm-hmm. Uh, can they be then integrated in any way, or there's no shortcut to to it? There is no shortcut. Mm-hmm. In fact, while she was speaking, I was just um, ruminating over certain things. Mm-hmm. Now, I think in this part of the world, our value for lives mm-hmm. is um, a bit low. Now, when we look at people, we just feel as long as you are living, as long as you are breathing, you are alive. Mm. It's not true. By way of um, getting contact with um, healthcare professionals, like the ones we're talking about, the value and the quality of life can be reduced. See, most of these people that um, operate these quack shops that they call um, clinics, most of them are into maternity services, which is actually the bedrock, the beginning of life. Now, what's the quality of the babies that are produced from these so-called clinics? You know, when we attend to mothers at the antenatal, there are certain basic facts mothers should know from the very first day of conception that could affect the future of that baby. Things that should be done, things that should be known. They don't do that. They just, you're pregnant, bring out the baby, let's go. What's the future of that baby? Everything the baby needs to become, whatever it wants to become, starts from right from in utero. Mm. So we end up having children. You don't know what is going to happen. You just get pregnant and you have babies. So I think majorly we really need to sensitize the public too. If I as a mother wants to give back to a child and it is my interest, it is my desire that that child should live a quality life, a fulfilled life. I should know that right from the very first day of pregnancy, I have a role to play. The healthcare worker who will attend to me has a role to play. Now, there are certain things we observe, we do, because we know the consequences. They don't. They just do anything and give you any result. And what do they do? Once someone is caught, he has done something, what they do immediately, he just didn't pack up from that place, relocate to another place. So the, the issue is multifaceted, really. We, some of our professionals has their part to play. But the majority lies with the enforcement. Mm. If you ask her, we've been to some places, outrightly, if you, if you get there, you will shed tears. Oh, that lives are attended to mm. in a place like this. And our people still go there. We shut them down only for us after a few weeks or a few months of one connection or the other, the place has reopened. We don't have the power to prosecute. But the power to prosecute lies in a certain harm of the government. Mm. We can't, you know, use up that authority. We only have to do our part and hand over. Once we have had hand over, what happens to them? Do you understand? So it's everybody must play their part. But the concern is even the people patronizing them. Anyway, we have said that the literacy level of this country is a bit yeah, below you know, average. You know, for, for, for the people, uh, some, uh, you know, the, there's the literacy level that you've mentioned. There's the economic angle, maybe. Exactly. 
Unfortunately, you would discover that some of these people, some of these places are really expensive. Oh yes, I had more that. than even the government. The, facilities. the, the neuro, uh, the neuropsychiatric woman was telling me that even some of these um, in-house uh, places that they treat people that they say are not well are a lot more expensive than even yeah. the yes. government. That's facilities. what you will find out. Wow. That's what you will find out. That it's even more expensive than coming to a government. So we might as well just strike out the economic part of it. So maybe it's just, it's um, just the literacy part. Literacy it's just and ignorance. Mm. You know, they believe when they get there, they will give them some native things and all that, and all that. Oh, the hospital is just government, it's just English people thing mm. and all that. Mm. <laughs> Maybe you start speaking, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but they we don't do. speak all English in the hospital. We do. Honestly, we do. Mm. But it's painful, really. Because I've had to go for certain monitoring and, you know, me seeing that baby, that child is innocent. It's just coming. All the decisions about what the child, you know, the beginning and all that, is lies in the hands of the mother and the person who attended to that mother during delivery. Me are looking at child, you know that Child's that child has been recreated, mm. honestly. <laughs> wow. Anyway, uh, we'll uh, go on a very quick break. I've been speaking with the uh, chairman of the National Association of Nigerian Nurses and Midwives, Comrade Nazarus and Shul, uh, from Laoshilari, as well as uh, Comrade Victoria Dilma, who is the PR and National Secretary. Because uh, uh, we've been uh, talking about uh, nurses and the nursing profession generally. Uh, the 2021 Annual Nurses Week is uh, currently holding to uh, end uh, the conversation this morning. We'll be back in a moment. Remember, facebook.com forward slash freshfm live. Drop your contributions. There will take some contributions via the phone lines. Hopefully, we'll get to do a lot depending on uh, what the connection allows this morning but we'll be back please don't go anywhere Baba Jani, kini gong utu tin shiron o jari star 555 star pin ash he mukbe E what Mr. 555 Stopping Hash? Oh, Shankele, number two, but I'm going to test a 555 Stopping Hash. Lati buy, no, but I'm going to buy it. So you buy it, so you buy it. Jack Banyo, I'm going to buy Naira. If a family left, I can say, Lori, but I'm going to buy Naira to buy it. Football, when it's a lot, you buy it, so you buy it. Yeah, Jani, show us that, Asha. Airtel, the smartphone network. The National Association of Nigerian Nurses and Midwives, Ogun State Chapter, invites you to the 2021 Nurses Week. The 2021 Nurses Week. <laughs> With the nurses are voice to lead a vision for future healthcare from 10th to 15th October 2021. Starting with a Thanksgiving service on Sunday, 10th October at RCCG Portes House, Nurses House, Abilawe, Abekuta. Other events include scientific sessions, symposia, campaign against drug and substance abuse at the Federal College of Education Abeguta. Jumat Oats on Friday at Albarika Mask Abela Way. Grand finale holds same Friday, 15th October. With dinner and awards presentation to deserving functionaries. Time is 5 p.m. Venue, Nurses House, Abela Way, Abel 2021 Nurses Week in Ogun State. It promises to be impactful. <laughs> All 
right, thank you for uh, staying with us. Uh, platform uh, this uh, Wednesday on Fresh 107.9 FM. I built uh, just a couple of minutes uh, before we wrap things up this morning, but I uh, would, um, you know, try to get some contributions as much as we can this uh, morning. I've been speaking with executives of the National Association of Nigerian Nurses and Midwives, uh, on state chapter, uh, this uh, morning. Uh, we've had a lot to talk about. You know, um, the nurses we currently hold in the um, issue of welfare, exodus of nurses from the country, and of course the issue of quackery uh, in the profession. Those are some of the things that we've, uh, you know, uh, uh, touched on uh, this morning. The numbers are 0815 You can as well call 0818 one 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 zero seven nine zero eight one eight one 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 zero seven nine. Those are the numbers to call uh, to talk to us uh, this uh, morning. And uh, very quickly, uh, join on the conversation uh, as far as uh, the program this morning is concerned. Uh, for those of you who've joined us live on Facebook, many thanks to you. Uh, feel free to drop your contributions on uh, Facebook as well. We'll be glad to hear from you. Well, j- just before we do that. Um, Yes, um, we you, we've uh, talked about uh, people's um, you know knowledge and how equipped they are as far as you know the uh, the uh, troubles that uh, entails uh, in the patronizing quacks and all of that. Um, is is there a way for people to report some of these um, shops as you called them uh, when they see some of them and they suspect anything? Is there a way to at least report to the association maybe and then you can check it out afterwards? Yes. Um, we we have a, a team of uh, antiquaries called uh, in the state. We also have our own hotline that uh, people can call if they have. Please, please share the hotline, please. Yes, um, they can call zero eight zero five eight eight six two three two seven. Okay. Uh, could you take it again, please? Just for zero eight zero five eight eight six two three two seven. Okay, so um, all forms of reports can be made uh, via that avenue. Yeah. Uh, uh, if if there's anything they sense on towards, but um, in in all of these uh, talks, uh, how far away are we from? Uh, okay, yes. Well, do, do, I wouldn't put it like that because I, the, the immediate answer would be ah, there's a lot of work to be done. But are we at least um, getting any closer to you know uh, where you expect us to be? Because we cannot continue this way, obviously. We can't afford to continue to see nurses leave. We can't afford to continue to see uh, you know, people begin to even change their minds whether they even want to be nurses at all because mm-hmm. of the situation. Well, let, let's quiz this call in. Hello, good morning. Because of our time. Hello, good morning. Yes, good Nicholas, morning. Nicholas, good morning. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, comrades, good morning, comrades. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. And congrats um, on your week. Thank you, sir. Um, I would like to come from another angle, slightly different angle, and I hope I am understood. You see, she was left in jail. Who was the first She was the immediate that Mugdan was caring for wounded soldiers and giving them um, palliative health care to get perfect treatment. Mm. And from there, nothing evolved 
into the school of midwifery and nothing. As some of the pioneer um, veterans were from sub schools. It, it involved into being a curriculum in the university. Mm. And as such, the healthcare system has different sectors, all working for the healthcare of individual. I agree with you that the literacy level, there was a period my dad who had one consultant told us he had cataracts, and one told us he had glaucoma. Now, if I was a bush boy, would I put into confusion? At the same time, we should be careful not to undermine our traditional medicine. I have an uncle who today has his two legs. When he was having an issue with his leg, the first thing the doctor told him was to the leg. My dad and his brother, they took him to a local um, orthopedic man, and, and the man with our native healing, we saw this man's leg, honestly. So, the Chinese tea that we drink today, that some of the big men in Nigeria like to drink, it's like the Chinese ago. Mm. But they have looked into their international medical development agency. I am not undermining professional health care. But let us not be quick to downplay our native medicine. Our illiterate, most of us are alive now. We were given back to by illiterate grandmothers. Our mothers were given back to by illiterate grandmothers. That took their menstrual cycle who understood uh, all, right. all right nicholas uh, I, th I think we we get an idea of where you're going because uh, trust me if i let you go and i know you could be here till forever thank you very much all right all right nicholas. Th thank you um very interesting point to make so your, your, your reactions quickly because thank you very much we are not against um traditional medicine or whatever mm. what we are against is impersonation of people working there calling themselves nurses if you know that your own is a traditional medicine let people know at least their, their bodies that yeah. you know what you yes there was a time we went to Ijebode, you know on this uh, antiqua crisis code and we got to a place it was purely traditional because they were preparing as a jay and all that that you cannot see in the hospital but this same woman has another place where she calls an hospital, she gives them the asage, she puts white uh, um, uniform on some girls, and mm. she calls them nurses. Yeah, you know, in case this one does not work, we try this. That <laughs> is <laughs> impersonation. <laughs> it shouldn't be. <laughs> if it's not a nurse, she cannot be a nurse. A nurse is not just anybody. <laughs> a nurse has is somebody that has passed through a rigorous university training or pass through schools of nursing and the person has a professional certificate and his to license back to back it up and a license to practice. Well, so there's no point for you to be impersonating and saying that you are a nurse. If you are a traditional person, go ahead. Right. I work for you. Right. No problem. Uh, 30 seconds, Conrad. Yeah, let, let me just chip in this. In addition to what she has said, regulation of any practice is very important. Mm. And that's why you likely you rightly said that this, there's an association that looks into the and even some of them are even complain of quackery even in yeah. their own, their own you know, so you can't just come up and say i can do this who is regulating what you are doing hmm. what makes a profession a profession is that you have a regulatory body who regulates what so that when you air or you go out of the practice there's a you sanction so please we are not um derogating the traditional practice institution but what we are saying is 
practice what you want to practice and be regulated. Don't be practicing traditional medicine and say you are a nurse. They're two different things.